Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BSV can bring your space to life. Gull, fueling your mission. Pop into your local for some good value fuel. Gull.nz, here to get you through your workday. This is Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. Welcome into this Monday. Uh, afternoons with Staffy in association with Gull. Gull.nz. Uh, fueling your mission all year round. I didn't need any more fuel in the weekend. My heart was full, my eyes were full, my ears were full with what this wonderful Black Ferns team have done. Not just this tournament, but since falling completely off the rails at the Northern Hemisphere Tour, and then they managed to refocus, rebuild, and rise up. You're broken down and tired of living life on the merry-go-round. It's going to be a penalty for France, France in a very kickable position with a minute to play and a point in it. <laughs> Caroline Gerard, she's pushed it wide! And now with just seconds remaining, Kennedy Simon, she needs some support from her Chelsea Bremner. England will play 60 minutes in this final with 14. New Zealand looking for first points and they've scored them. It's 
Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Good work, Captain K and Sammy H, putting that together. Just gave me goosebumps all over again. What an amazing moment. Um, not in sport, in life it was for me, and I know it was for a lot of New Zealanders. They have, they have paved the way, and not just in rugby, in presenting yourself, making yourself available playing sport for the passion of the sport not for a brand, not for sponsorship but for their people and boy did we feel it, particularly over the last two weeks and that word journey is bandied around a lot but this was a journey, a 12 month journey or 10 if you want to split hairs, just tremendous I do, phone lines are open by the way, 0800 150 this is Midday Madness early on I want to pay massive respect and homage to the English Roses. 60 minutes with 14. 
you didn't even really notice. Consummate professionals went to their script, went to the rolling mall and criticised that if you want. That was their game plan. It is legal and so, so effective. And we don't have that unbelievable final without England being the opponent. And they've been tremendous. Massive win streak. I thought their captain was brilliant post-match. So just pause and reflect on how much they contributed, not only to the tournament, but to that final. Without them, we don't have that don't have that atmosphere, don't have that grandstand game. And also to France as well with what they threw at us in the semi-final. And then the third and fourth place game, they were magnificent. Um, we have Sarah Hidney on after one o'clock. Right from now until then, I welcome your text messages of support to 8833, the Tampa Bear Post text machine, 8833. Text messages of support, which I will relay, or questions. Comments, anything you like, uh, get them into us. Double eight, double three. Sarah hitting just after the one o'clock news. Back home in Mount Monganui, and she'll have time to reflect on her drive back there this morning. Midday madness. We're not. We're not even going to play the music for midday madness. We'll just go straight to the lines because I felt like that song said everything. Oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. We talked to Mikey. G'day, Mikey. Oh, I've got shivers after you guys playing that. That was. I did too. Something else. Mm. Um, I've got a confession to make, but just before I get into that, just a couple of very, very quick things. Um, thanks to Fozzie for giving me heart palpitations yet again. <laughs> I won't live long if I keep seeing games like that. Um, I thought the league is a great advertisement for more league internationally, mm. um, and it was good to see the new Poms rugby coach get one over the New Zealand A team. Anywho, <laughs> my confession. My confession. Um, I have followed this team through print and through um, highlights. Um, and after the, the, the Northern Tour, I thought, nah, they, they do not have a chance of winning this World Cup. Uh, Wayne Smith comes on board. Sounds like uh, the team is in a much happier space. Um, massive kudos to Wayne Smith on this, but really big kudos for the team to taking on his direction on board. Um, I think that's huge for them to do that. Um, I did not watch. A, I did not watch a game. I didn't even go to the Australia game that came to Christchurch, um, and I was way overseas for the semi-final. So we had a party in our bar, and we thought we'd just throw it on the screen, play music, and just carry on, and we'll just kind of flick our eyeballs towards it. Ten minutes into the game, I thought, oh, this is this is looking quite tasty. So there's twelve of us in this um, converted bar that I've got at home. Uh, we put it on the TV, and that is. <laughs> I'm converted. Oh my lord, that is probably the greatest rugby final I have ever laid my eyes on. It was brilliant, and I could not get over how good the crowd was. What a different type of crowd, of, for, especially for New Zealand, with the singing, the dancing, the joy. And then you've got uh, like revelation to me was that Stacy is it Stacy Flula? Stacy Flula, yeah. And she she scores that try. Um, in the second half, she gets injured, she's limping off, she's smiling. I mean, so amazing to see professional rugby players having a good time. Um, it was, uh, words kind of are failing me now because it, it is, as I say, one of the greatest things I've ever seen. I'm, I'm a massive convert, and if they ever come to town here again, I am absolutely lining up to get that ticket. They're, they're a credit to our nation, they're a credit to us, they're a credit to sport. <sighs> Awesome. Mm. 
Amazing, eh? Just just amazing. Uh, I just, I 100% agree with everything you said, and I've long knocked New Zealand crowds for just all blacks, all blacks and defence. and They were fizzed from minute one, and I was just so proud of the team, but so proud of our crowd to be fully engaged and fully immersed. But what it showed us was that that team, that whole squad, coaches, players, management, the whole lot, they created an atmosphere and opened the door to the New Zealand public and we walked in and embraced them. There were no closed doors and that's what happens. They, um, I tell you what, when that Ruby Tui ever um, um, finishes her career, I hope the broadcasters are lining up oh, to they give her a job. They are. Don't worry <laughs> about that. She is. She's incredible. Yeah. Um, and the other thing was if they can make a movie about Beaver, then they have to make a movie about this. Because yes. like you said at the start, what a journey in 12 months. Mm. Fantastic, Mikey. Thanks, bud. So pleased Thanks. you enjoyed it. All right. Cheers. Cheers, mate. Go to Steve in Auckland. Good rugby man, Steve. Oh, sure, brother. Like I say, words can't describe it. Um, been around this game a long time, Staffy. I'm probably similar vintage to you, maybe a little bit older. Doing you a bit of injustice there, brother. Um, but you know, 2011 when we won the World Cup here in Aotearoa, that was like a relief. When we won when we won it in London at Twickenham, that was like a reward for a team that was a great team, and we kind of weren't surprised that they won it. But this is like a redemption for this team, and to turn it around, and not even a year. When you consider what Wayne took over about six months ago, Steffi, something like that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely incredible, and um, I didn't get to the game on Saturday night, but my daughter and I sat on the couch watching it, and we were just so engaged. Boy, there were times I got up was like a I was like a cat on a hot tin roof, and even at that last line out, I just said to my daughter, I said, "We've got to throw somebody up. We've really got to contest that line out." And boy, as soon as we won it, we were off. We were hugging each other and jumping up and down like little children. It was it was just crazy, but you know I think everybody everything's been pretty much said about what unfolded on the weekend, and it, given it's and I'm still buzzing today. I haven't even seen the All Black game yet at at this stage, but I think moving forward we've got to look at some tangible tournaments for this team. And and Tony Kemp mentioned something on the radio this morning, which I thought was brilliant: a tri series. Up in Europe next year between New Zealand, between New Zealand, France, and England, and basically play it in the same window, mm. play it in the autumn window or our spring window, for crying out loud, you know when the weather's good. Don't play it in the middle of the year when it gets lost in the and and basically the all black window, if you know what I mean. Mm. I I just think that's a a brilliant idea, but I think the other thing that we shouldn't forget because it's basically taken a long time with Moana Pacifica to recognise the contribution of Pacific Island rugby in this country. You know what? Here's a perfect opportunity. We have a big Wahine Toa population of Samoan and Tongan rugby players and Fijian rugby players in this community. Don't forget about them as well, because if there was one thing, it would have been awesome to see a Tongan and Samoan team at that World Cup this year as well. And we should help to Totoko or Manaki that level of rugby as well. 
and that's something I'd like to see moving forward. But man, we are on to such a winner here. I hope I hope Mark Robinson is all over this and it was fantastic to hear former Black Fern Christina Sue actually throw the challenge out to him. Yes. Either that or find somebody that can champion this to make it happen move moving forward. Steffi. Hundred percent agree, Steve. Thanks so much, buddy. Great chatting. Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. Um, also heard on breakfast this morning, Stacey Fleuler, the first thing she said is, yes, we want to play England. Yes, we want to play France. But don't forget about the Pacific Island teams and the other developing ones. You just don't need the best playing the best playing the best all the time. One more call for, before a break. We go to Cliff in Dunedin. G'day, Cliff. Yeah, g'day, Staffy. Yeah, kudos to the girls. They, they really played well. Maybe they need... Uh, in, the, in the New Zealand Rugby Union, they need a, a women's division part of it that's run by like a, a general manager of New Zealand women's rugby, and that they get get their will have their own marketing sponsor them. Go out and get some of these companies that are run by a woman. I don't mean that you have to be woman look after woman, but if they're going to go ahead, they need to they need to be a corporate identity, and they can't just be dragged along behind the men. So they have to go out. But what I'm actually ringing about is Steve Alker. He's just won the Charles Schwab Challenge. He finished third. He could have finished tied for second. His last putt just sat on the edge. But it was amazing to watch. You know, everybody come out. You know, Padraig Heron had won the tournament with a record equally 27 under. And uh, our boy Alka finishes at 19. Just played so solidly this year. A guy has come from nowhere. They just keep talking about him. Where has this guy been? <laughs> and now he's getting, he's getting kudos from all these top players. Bernard Langer, everybody's here. He's getting hugs from everybody. I just can't say enough to the bloke. He's, 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 to, to go out there and play in this tournament, when Harrington has been bullying him a wee bit because he's so much longer, but he's, he's hung in there and he's played well again in the last part of it. He, he had to finish no worse than fifth to make sure he won this challenge and he finished third. So, yeah, that's that's what I'm proud of today. Our boy on the golf, as well as everyone else who's played well, the, the ABs, the girls, you know, it's a shame the league boys didn't. But, yeah, Steve Elker, you know, he's got to be up there for the sportsman or well, sports person of the year. Sure does. When it comes up. Sure does, mate. Gives us uh, gives us all hope that are in the second half of our lives, doesn't it, mate? Cliff, uh, <laughs> great, great call. Thanks for calling, mate. Yep, Steve Elker there on the Champions Series. He's had four wins and 17 top tens this year. An incredible, incredible season. We'll take a break. We'll come back with Zaid and your calls too. 0800 150 811. Mark Stafford, kicking back and talking sport all afternoon. It's Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. Back to the calls we go, 0800 150 11. Talk to Zaid. Good day, Zaid. Good afternoon. Um, Just to admit, I feel a little bit good this uh, this afternoon because my boy uh, Izzy went down yesterday for the first time, lost his belt since 2019. He was all over Alex Pereira, but then lost it in the last round. And that's just sport. You can be... um, you can be all over a fire in UFC and then you can lose it in the last few minutes. It's sh- it shown before uh, Leon Edwards versus Carl Usman. Usman was all over Edwards, exact same thing. And then Edwards comes out of nowhere. But um, there's going to be a, probably a rematch. But um, Alex Pereira seems to have 
Israel Adesanya's number now. That's three wins to Pereira and none to Izzy, so he's got his number. But then there's some, there's some, po- there's always positives sort over of negatives, as we say. Um, Dan Hooker got back in the winning series in the um, winning column, but I don't know what the hell that dude was doing, just trying to be <laughs> on his back. He didn't even want to fight. I don't even know why he wanted, why he even came out, mate. He was just not even. He didn't turn up. But the fight of the um, day for me from CKB was Carlos Blackjack Olberg absolutely knocked the dude out first round. That's two knockouts in a row in the first round. Three fights in a row, so three wins in a row. So he's um, on onwards and upwards. Um, so I guess two wins, two losses, um, bit of bit of mixed results there. The Black Ferns, that's the Black Ferns. Wayne Smith, what a guy! They were down and buried last year. The girls were getting bullied. Um, New Zealand rugby for once has done the right thing. We'll go get Wayne Smith, and we've got a year for the World Cup, and they got him in. Grant Henry. Well, we know he knows how to win stuff, so we'll get him and the coaching staff. We'll bring Mike Cron in, and uh, just a great bunch of girls. They seem love their rugby. Um, the All Blacks need to learn a few things from them. Um, but yeah, um, right, right call by the ref. Red card, Portia Woodman. Um, maybe it changed the game for a final, but that doesn't matter because that was a horrible, um, horrible injury for Portia Woodman. But um, a player that impressed me in the final was Crystal Murray off the bench. Mm. She was really good. Um, Laishieta, who came on for Woodman, was good. But the whole team was good, you know, 34-31. And then you go and watch the All Blacks this morning. Absolute disgusting. Anton Leonard-Brown, I'm sorry. Rico, uh, he looked disgusting. Nearly threw the game away. We only just beat Scotland, which is not good. But the player for me was Mark Talia on debut. Two tries. That's all I want to say. And have a good rest of your show, Staffy. Brilliant. Thanks, Zade. Thank you, mate. Um, I'm probably like a few people. I didn't watch the Scotland game. Probably the first... The first All Black game I haven't watched either live or on repeat for years. But I was knackered after... I was emotionally knackered after the uh, Black Ferns World Cup win. I watched all the UFC yesterday. Um, I watched France, South Africa. I just didn't have it in me to get up and watch those two games earlier. So I'll watch replays tonight and uh, just get up to speed. But um, today for me, it's, it is all about the Black Ferns. They've won a World Cup. Got some good texts coming in. A reminder, we've got Sarah Hidden straight after the 1 o'clock news. Uh, the wonderful open side flanker. Gosh, Commonwealth Games Gold, Olympic gold and our World Cup winner um, what a leader of people she is so really looking forward to talking to her had some really nice messages in on double eight double three that I will be reading to her some questions as well so get those in on double eight double three for Sarah Hidden she'll be on just after the one o'clock news but now we've got the 12.30 news well listen buster you better start to move your feet to the rockin'est beat of madness. Right, back to the phone calls, 0800-150-811. Let's bask in that glory from Saturday evening. Ed Tolliger Bay, you would have loved it. Is one of those girls from Nati Pro, Staffy? Stacey Flula, brother. You are kidding. That's the super girl, man. Did you see anyone 
someone sees in the board, they saw in that car, and she was feeling things. Jumped that board. She wasn't going to get it, but she got her head through the thing. Oh, oh man, even though she dropped it, but man. We'll, we'll, we'll hang on to her. Yeah, we will hang on to her, mate. Definitely. Oh, and and, and and when Fitzpatrick put that chip through, it was our girl again, came through, got on the back, slipped onto her back, got that pass away, and I think our winger was in mid when she caught that ball and she was diving for the try line, man. Woo! <laughs> Oh, I can only imagine how you're jumping up and down. In fact, I think Renee Holmes is from East Coast as well. I might be wrong, but I think she's from East Coast as well, our fullback. Yes, yes, sir. I think the country was saying, uh, he, he said, no, nah, it's not true. It's, it's, well, she's really good too. See, that, that last game against France, well, but, you know, you were just about, you were going to say you were going to talk to Sarah Herney. Well, that's the one I want to talk about, man. Talk to me. Um, yeah, because um, when that thing finished at that line-out, and I was watching the players, and you should have seen her reaction, man. Yes, and she's a for yeah, that's the way. And boy, is she a man, she's a beast, bro. For her size, she can do it, She's unreal, and she is a great person off the field. I'm very fortunate to to have known her for quite a long time off the field, and I couldn't think of anyone more deserving or as equally as deserving as Sarah for everything she's been through in the last two years off the field. Um, she's kicked goals on the field, not literally, but figuratively, and I'm, I'm so stoked for her and her teammate. It was, it was a wonderful night, wasn't it, Ed? Oh, well, uh, to be honest, because uh, I had a hard day at May, and um, no one woke me up. And I was getting this phone call, and I was getting, who's this? And then, bro, get up. I said, what's the the World Cup's on, man. I said, what time? It was half time. I was like, what? We're leaving. Oh, man. Now <laughs> 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 I got the eye to stay up with the rest of Awesome, Ed. Thanks for calling, buddy. Yep. I knew you would have loved it. Good chatting. Uh, we go yep. now to uh, Joey. G'day, Joey. Yeah, g'day, Steph. Unbelievable. You know, you can just see the joy in Ed and what it just gives to... Uh, to us Kiwis and that, you know, um, fantastic, you know. And um, I'm like you, you, you take your, your hat off to England, you know, playing with uh, 14 men for the best part of 60 minutes. They did it hard and um, and they were a, a big part of it. But um, the New Zealand girls are just fantastic, you know, unbelievable staff. Uh, you know, you watch uh, the All Blacks and that, and, you know, I've watched World Cups, us win World Cups. This is one of the most satisfying things of... I've seen them in my lifetime, you know, um, those girls. And what Wayne Smith has done, and Ted, um, Ted Henry, and Mike Cron and all that, all, the, all the, the coaching staff. But what Wayne Smith has done with this team, got them the, the belief and, and how to, you know, if you could get him back in the All Blacks again, somewhere somewhere there would be amazing. But obviously he wants, he's going to retire. Um, he's just been amazing. And they brought into it, um, and New Zealand brought into it, Absolutely fantastic, you know. Beth, you just, um, as a Kiwi, uh, as a New Zealander, <coughs> we're just so humble. And, and, and even in the aftermatch, you know, the, the captain, you know, when she took that tap and, and then um, we lost, we got they got a penalty against us. And I went, oh, no, here we go. And then we stole the line out. and the, Just can't script it. But um, and just on a, on, a, on, a, on a bit of a sour note, uh, staff, nothing to do with the rugby and that, and, and like Ryan Fox did really well today, and so did um, Steve Elker and that. 
but you know, a very poor effort by um, the Canterbury Jockey Club. You know, that was just terrible on Sunday. Over, I don't know what's happening. You know, probably more about. I've been a, you know, um, um, guy for many, many years, and um, to, if they've watered the track and had that problem, uh, someone should be accountable. You know, I've had I, a mate of mine ring up and they paid one hundred and twenty dollars to go to get in there. Um, it was $40 a head, but in some places 120 and they saw three races, and then they didn't know what was going on. Just poor. This never happened 10, 15 years ago, Stan. You know, that's my sad, sad thing with the, uh, what's happened. And then they put it on today where no one can, you know, hardly anyone will probably be there because everyone's back at work. Mm. The, so what the... do you think about that? You know, can... I yeah. was I was outraged uh, mainly for the connections of the horses, the crowd, the paying public, and Christchurch in general, and it's unforgivable because if I think it was uh, Trentham, or, uh, there was a meeting not long ago abandoned because there was so much rain. Now I'm okay with that because you can't control that when you've had a dry week and you elect to irrigate on grass that's so long that it trapped the moisture underneath. And the jockeys and everyone was trying to find a way to race, but they just couldn't, and they've watered it, and then it rained, and then all of the water got trapped under the long grass and couldn't evaporate, and then they're just taking huge chunks out of it, and the horses were slipping. I mean, I don't blame them for, I don't blame them for abandoning the race for safety. Absolutely, they should, but it shouldn't have been there. And now, and I know the breakfast show's got the head of New Zealand Racing on, uh, Bruce Sherrick, tomorrow morning, and uh, he will front up. And remember, Awapuni was cancelled on Friday. I think it was Friday as well. Same reason. It's it's unforgivable, and it's a group one day. It's Christchurch. It's Rickerton's biggest race day of the year. That will be costing a gazillion dollars. Yeah, well, exactly, Steph. You know, I mean, what happens if, I, if we're, I'm from Auckland? If I went down there for the whole for the whole week, and and, and I had this this abortion, mm. you know, But the problem is, Steph, with it with New Zealand racing at the moment, no one's accountable. You know, the, the track staff. If you know, I, I know there's times where it costs a lot of money and and that. But as I say, 15 years ago, this wouldn't happen. Mm. It would have never have happened. They wouldn't water. I mean, you did right. It happened at Awapuni on Friday. You know, I mean, you've got to have rocks in the head if they're starting to water the track to try to make the track when they don't have to. And fair enough, the jockeys and that, it's, it's all about looking after the jockeys and the horses, without a doubt. I, I don't have a problem with that. But, but no one fronts up. I mean, I haven't heard anything as far as I know from from the Canterbury Jockey Club to say, look, I'm sorry. The CEO come out and say, we're very, very sorry, you know, this shouldn't have happened, blah, blah, blah. It's just, it's just poor. It's, it's poor, actually. Yeah, it, it really yeah, is. Apart from, that, apart from that, Steph, fantastic um, week of sport, weekend of sport with the rugby, rugby and everything. Absolutely brilliant. And those girls, they deserve all the kudos they get, mate. Unbelievable. With you. Completely with you, buddy. Thanks for calling in. Good to hear from you. Let's go to Hamilton. Talk to Simon. G'day, Simon. G'day, Steph. Uh, um, obviously, a long time to recover after a sort of weekend like that, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Massive weekend. Yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm glad you've got Sarah coming on. She's uh, obviously a very proud Kiwi, and she's done very, very well. But I had real... Um, well, I knew she had a chance to cement something that no one else has probably ever done. And I don't know if you realise, but she was going for a set of medals on the weekend and she obviously had a bronze at the Commonwealth and a silver medal in the World Cup. And 
now she got the bronze as well. So pretty impressive, eh? She's phenomenal. And how she and I want to ask her about the transition from um, sevens to fifteens. And I remember after the first couple of warm up games, I was talking to her husband and I said, How's she how she coping with it? And he said, Oh, it's it's just the the wear and tear on the body with the number of contacts and and the length yeah. of contacts and the fact that she's gone and transitioned herself from one of the best sevens players in the game to one of the best fifteen players in the game and played eighty minutes in that final and a high attrition thing I just yeah. it, it was phenomenal yeah no nah, nah, it was awesome by the whole whole team but special one that one mm, really special Simon thanks bud yes. good on you Simon out of Hamilton Dave from Palmy g'day Dave g'day Steffi hats off to those girls that was absolutely amazing I admit I wasn't engaged when it first started but uh, got on board and they were amazing but it's got to be a movie has to be a movie, you know. It's it's got all the ingredients. Um, I think we should uh, try and teach them to play cricket and uh, rugby league. That'd be helpful for us. <laughs> I'm sure they'd. Uh, get, I'm sure they'd get it. And um, yeah, Wayne Smith. I keep saying we're not going to win the World Cup without him. I did watch that game last night, and we are in trouble. I don't know. Don't know what it is. And uh, yeah, on backing up that last guy or the guy before about the races, it's just terrible. It was Hastings that had all the rain and couldn't do anything right. um, a month ago on the second day, um, which was, you know, explicable. But there's, I think there's been about six or seven meetings cancelled because of, you know, just inadequate watering. Then they um, spoke to an Aussie jockey, one of the Aussie jockeys, and he, he said, you're doing it all wrong. You know, it's, it's you know, bad, bad into a great cup week, you know, you know, it could, if it wasn't for the girls, it would have been terrible. You know, they were unreal. And I did watch the cricket last night, and that was what a game. T20, another thing I wasn't really engaged with, but, geez, one ball can change the whole match, or one hit. It was uh, phenomenal. So Indian did win something over the weekend, I suppose. Yeah, they did. They did. <laughs> they, they did well. Yeah, I'd rather the one we won, though. Yeah, oh, yeah, Dubai. Yeah, just stacked against them, you know, like all the odds against them, England and France, professional teams, England England rugby, you know, those girls. I watched them when I was over there, like Emily uh, Scarrett. She's been playing for years, and they're just, you know, they've got English rugby unions, the richest in the world. They throw tons and tons of money at it. You know, they'll, this will be a big failure for them. Um, you know, you have to play someone, but those girls were just unreal. And that line-out steal in the death, jeez, that's, that's, that's what will make the movie a bit like the kick. Yeah, well, <laughs> be called the, the steal. <laughs> the steal. The steal. Yeah. Good man, Dave. Good yeah. chatting, bud. Drive safe, okay. mate. Give Dave from Palm and all the other truckers lots of room when you pass them. Don't go too close to the front. Don't go too close behind. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back with Craig after that break. Welcome back in, folks. Coming up to one o'clock, and of course we have Sarah Hidney straight after the news at one. We go to Craig in Tauranga. Uh, good afternoon, Craig. Good afternoon. How are you, Steph? Right. Good, thank you. Not quite in Tauranga anymore, I don't think. I'm just coming down the Waikato side of the Kaimai. So beautiful. Waikato now, maybe. <laughs> yeah, on, on the way to Auckland, actually. Um, just I'm looking forward to the the um, chat with Sarah coming up after the news. So. Certainly be listening into that. Um, just quick, quick question. I am watched All Blacks, but 
couple of quick questions, um, and I'm really pleased for, for Mark Talia that he that he got a run. But I guess my first question is, what problem are we trying to solve? Like, what by bringing him in, we've got sort of um, uh, Will Jordan obviously played a lot on the wing, and and uh, and Caleb Clark. We've got Rico that can play wing. We've got Lester that had one go and hasn't had another chance. We've got Sevu Reese. So I guess my question is, what what problem are we trying to solve by bringing Mark Talia in? It's just that rest thing. And um, I spoke to an Australian radio station this morning, and I've been banging on about this for ages, that that four-year World Cup cycle is diluting the importance of non-World Cup test matches. And the comments coming out of the All Blacks camp after that match was, yeah, these, the world's caught up, um, there's things to work on. I mean, there's two games to go in the season. Top team, top team. Win, win. With authority, then yeah. have a rest. I totally agree, you know, and uh, I did hear someone say, uh, if, if you're going to rest him, rest him, but if he was playing, he should have been playing 12, if that's what we see moving forward, because the more game time at 12 for him, the better, um, you know, I mean, most of us see that, maybe Foster doesn't see him as a 12, I don't know. Um, I guess my other question, actually, which I don't know whether you want to comment on, but does it matter how we win or just whether we win? I mean, history would suggests that a win in the books is a win in the books and the, and the actual way we win doesn't really matter? Or are you on board with that or, or the way we win is important? Uh, oh, not as important, definitely. The tick in the win column is the most important thing and if you have to grind it out with a boring performance and particularly against England, if we have to muscle up and play a boring brand of rugby but get the win, I'm all for that. But the fact that Scotland have got so close to us who just lose to every other team for fun, they, they, they were right in, in with a huge chance in this and they had a, a try disallowed for a small, a little toe on the line which would have moved them probably 10 points in front um, yeah the, the style is secondary, the win is the win which is the most important thing but it's it's our style that is bringing these games so close and it's not the world catching up, I think Ireland and France have improved over the last two years, the others haven't, we've regressed yeah, I think you're probably right. And and the All Blacks, by not winning by enough, uh, and Israel Adesanya losing, um, cost me a couple of multis. So that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All good. Okay, Craig, drive safe, mate. Craig. Have a good afternoon, Steve. Cheers, buddy. Uh, Kaimais, I drive that a lot. A lot. Um, last chance to get your texts in for Sarah. I've got probably 15 or 20. Um, text, comments, questions for Black Ferns, open side flanker, been tremendous this tournament, our, our captain of the women's sevens team and absolutely one of the leaders on the park. If you've got any comments or any questions for Sarah Hirini, double eight double three. Get them in now on the temper bedpost text machine, double eight double three. Should we hear after the news? We'll take a quick break and uh, we'll build to that news in that chat. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.